since we don't have a start, sometimes people who are listening don't know what it's going to be about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, so we'll be 15 minutes in, and I still haven't introduced a guest. Oh, <laughs> so but we don't have a catchy jingle, or we don't have an intro to the show. Um, we're 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 non-committal, yeah. but um, it's a shocking introduction. Yeah, you just turn on the podcast, and all of a sudden you hear these voices, and you have to piece together. It's like a book. Who's yeah, on the it's show. like a book. It was I, killing me. I, the, I could, la- the last podcast, 20 minutes in, I was like, "What are we doing?" Do you use Visine? What is the Vaseline? Great, perfect answer. <laughs> in two I, eyes. I haven't seen you in. Um, I will tell you Vaseline anecdote later. I haven't seen you um, like face to face like this in in several years. Yeah. And um, one of the first things when I saw you um, here at the office, um, I, I had forgotten how shiny your eyes are. You have like amazing eyes. You must hear that all the time, right? Your whole life. Yes. And so, visine are those drops that um, people who smoke marijuana use to make the. I think there's other other purposes for it. <laughs> to make the red go away. Do you use anything in your no. eyes that make them shiny like that? No. That's just. Your... And I had I had this compliment Twinkle. from Chinese girl who was reporting. Mm-hmm. She was a photographer, uh, and she told me this. I'd like to. I am not uh, dating you. I am married. <laughs> you told her that. Are you telling me the same thing? You're not going to date me? You're married? I mean, you have some shiny eyes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you're here today with your son. We're here with Dr. Nicholas uh, Romanoff, who's not only an uh, uh, expert in, in running, he's developed the pose method. He's an expert in, in, in all human movement. Um, he, it's a pretty broad understanding of how the body moves. Um, and he is very focused on, on running, on falling forward. Right? That's correct. And we also have a son, Severin, here, who's been with him for how many years? Uh, all my life. <laughs> well, I've... Not all your life. I've, Not all your life. I've run, I've run our company for the last four years mm-hmm. and uh, helped my father do his first book in the early 2000s. How old are you? Uh, 30. 30, okay. No, so you've been with him for 30 years. Yes. <laughs> Say that. We have Matt Bischel here. Uh, he runs CrossFit Social Media. And Eric Maciel, <laughs> off camera. Um, normally, we have a camera that that uh, that shows Eric, but for some reason, Tyson, the one of the producers of the show, has decided to remove that camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's not here? Who's not here? And, and we'll talk about that. I have a feeling we'll bring that camera back. I think it's unfair. I think it's totally unfair. Um, and that's Tyson right there. Yep, that's absolutely how I pictured Tyson. Um, Should we show him as well? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Tyson is in um, guest appearance. Australia doing the invitational. Um, Dr. Romanoff. I see Tyson. Absolutely. Yes, he's saluting you. Um, let's just start with the hardest question ever asked to you. You got scared. <laughs> Should overweight people not be running? Like, is there a weight when people, like if I'm, I'm 5'5", five five, I'm 165 pounds, I'd say I'm, 15 pounds over my weight that like I, my body feels the most comfortable with that when I bend over and touch my toes, there's not like some skin in the way. Is it okay for me to run? Uh, you want to have a short answer or longer? <laughs> <laughs> if short is yes. Yes. Uh, w- what about 50 pounds overweight? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Okay. So, because sometimes I see people out, out running and they look like they're probably like 100 pounds overweight, like morbidly obese. And I think, hey, man, maybe that's not the ideal method for you to exercise. 
like maybe that person should be focused more on nutrition and something that's lower impact. I'm, I'm making a big uh, assumption here. I'm taking, you know, some that, that running is high impact. Uh, it's not truly uh, scientifically backed up. It, it's only impression what people have, but it's not true. That running is high impact. Yeah, it's it's only when you run wrong way. When you're eating the wrong way, it's impact, bad impact on you. Mm. It's the same thing. So it's more important, is it more important for people who are overweight to learn how to run correctly than people who are? No, it's for everyone is the same. Nature doesn't care really. I mean, gratitude, uh, who you are, what kind of body weight, shape, size you have. Gravity acts the same way as you remember. Uh, in middle school physics, I, I guess it's like 9.8 meters per square uh, acceleration downward. It does for everyone the same way. What, where did you go to um, uh, middle school? <laughs> <laughs> You're pulling out of my dark secrets. Because <laughs> no, no one, nowhere in the United States in middle school do I think they're teaching physics. It's but, correct. But I, but I suspect. <laughs> From, from the far corners you of the earth. You're absolutely that, right. That you are from. Uh, and wh where were you during middle school? Uh, it's in the Soviet Union. Okay. And and they were teaching that to it's kids? It's correct. In uh, America, it's bizarre for me was that we didn't have a lack of geography as well. For example, we passed through, my son took me by surprise through the, the sequoia forest. Hmm? It was amazing experience we got uh, for me. Yeah, but I it read is an amazing, amazing place. The size oh, of the trees, right? Oh, right. Yeah. But I read about this in the seventh grade in geography, mm -hmm. and I thought, "Wow, such an amazing place!" And never thought that I would be passing through this, and I will be making photos on the, these giant trees. Now my dream come true. <laughs> One of the premises of the Pose method is something we just touched on, right? Gra gravity. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there is a form of running that's correct, that's um, low impact on the body. Not low impact, it, 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 it's the body's made to do it. Uh, it's a, a kind of um, wrongly established terminology, okay. like um, uh, impact. Uh, when you're moving, gravity impact <laughs> Is the same. It goes through via body weight. It doesn't matter who you are, what kind of size of body weight you have. It's the same. The point is what is damaging us is that we are not impact. <laughs> that we are moving wrongly, like because of our uh, perception, our technique, what we are confusing as a wrong and right movement, and that would impact what makes us injured because number of injured people mostly in the group of people with low impact <laughs> running okay and th this is <laughs> staggering um, fact which people don't pay attention it's not around the elite runners where impact almost twice bigger in running with speed it goes but it's most people who run slowest and number of injuries at that group is the biggest one. And is it fair to say that your life's work is to teach, your life's work is that you've developed, you've recognized, I'm trying to choose the right word here, uh, 
the correct movement patterns or the correct way that human beings should move and that to share that information with the world in as many different ways as you can so that it can be utilized by, by humans. Utilized by humans. It's correct. That You're absolutely right. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm like going back on our first interview in Miami, what we done with you a long time ago. <laughs> you was very young and handsome. <laughs> what, what happened? What happened? <laughs> you, you just become more handsome. Right? Thank you. <laughs> how, did, how did this happen? How did, um, how did you, how did Dr. Nicholas Romanoff get interested in, in movement patterns? Like everything else, necessity. Uh, life bringing to you necessity, tasks, uh, and your choices like that. You would like to have a, a nice, healthy lifestyle, uh, well-being, or you will continue your ugly way of interacting with uh, uh, nature. Your choice is like that only. So you and developed it for yourself? Uh, partially, yes, but I, I'm not so egoistic like you presenting me right now. <laughs> it was partially because I was a teacher in university, a young teacher. Like usually I'm referring back when I was young and handsome. Right, <laughs> right. <coughs> so when you're having in front of you a bunch of young people whom you have to teach, it's a responsibility and you have to bring something for them and then they will come back to you as they already learned students and uh, will take some exams, right? And what they will come to exam, it's what you will give them. And it was a shame when I realized that actually I cannot ask them about running something, what I'm giving them because I didn't have a clue <laughs> what running is. I had ideas that I knew because I was elite track and field athlete. I was a high jumper. Uh, and I, like everyone else probably, thought I do know that running is so simple. It was the biggest mistake was in uh, my time at that time. But I had enough guts and brain to realize that I was mistaken. And that was a point of decision. I have to make clear picture for myself, what is that? And I start my journey. I was lucky. It was only two years took me. You made, you made the assumption because you were an elite level runner and elite yeah. level jumper that you could easily transfer yeah. that information yeah, I and saw transmit it. And after trying a few times in the university, you realized, hey, I have some shortcomings here. I'm not transmitting this knowledge correctly. When you're teaching, when you're teaching people, it's uh, all shortcomings become very evident. Like whatever you claim first, like running is simple. You're born to run. Uh, is this bullshit that goes on all the time? It's know? a great, great book, though. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. This is a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> and that nonsense is going on all over, you know. And people like, what are you talking about running? It should be natural. And like, what is natural? <laughs> I ask these questions myself first. And what I realized that I have no answers. Uh, and my choice was like, Pretend that I do know and tell people, run nicely, easy. Just uh, enjoy your <laughs> But uh, when you have shit plans, <laughs> enjoyment finished. <laughs> when your knee is hurting, your enjoyment is 
over there stops. Right. So Not even diminished. It's just over. Of, of course. Yeah. Right. What are you talking about? Life should be not hurtful like that. And the first and foremost, you suddenly realize that actually you don't know how to interact with the major parameter factor in your life, gravity. And then you start looking for answer how to deal better. It's like a long-time marriage. You know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You father yourself. Before we go further, I want to go back. How did you get into um, jumping? What was what 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 was the spark for your passion to get into athletics? Passion, <laughs> fascinating. I, it, was your father an athlete? No, no one from my family. It, it was uh, something what came out. It's like inside, like wow, actually, I do love that. <laughs> you know, the answer is like I don't know why. I just love it. You know, like specifically you, when you say love it, you mean jumping. It's correct. You just like as a yeah. kid, you like jumping off Nothing the stairs, else, yeah. and you just were a jumper. Yeah, you love jumping. I, I never like scared. <laughs> Sounds like his child. My my son loves jumping. He's a, he spends an hour every day jumping at least. So it's something what comes from inside. Why there was no any inspirational thing around? <laughs> it came from in. <laughs> And then so you're in middle school or you're in high school and you see, oh, wait, there's actually a competition for jumping? Like when did you, when did it um, become formalized? I entered, the, because I was growing up in small little shitty city, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with no coaches in the tech and field. And I was looking for jumping training, but I couldn't find. So uh, I'd start like a cross-country ski <laughs> I failed over there. You wanted to do something athletic. It's correct. Yeah. Okay. It's correct. I failed there because uh, I was hijab. <laughs> right. <laughs> Endurance sport was not for me at all. <laughs> I was small monkey, so called. It's in my book. <laughs> what is that? I will explain later. <laughs> I like that small monkey. <laughs> yeah. So, and jumping was attractive all all the time. Mm. It's sparking in me immediately joy and desire to do this. So. By the high school, I decided, okay, I have no coach. I will coach myself. <laughs> I came to my... Did you go on YouTube and start looking at... Um... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would like to show you more. <laughs> when you were... Let's digress here for a second. When you were a child in high school and there was a phone, did you have a phone in your house? <laughs> did you? You're kidding. You did? No. I no didn't. phone? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It's okay. <laughs> So not only did you not have YouTube, you didn't even have a phone in your house in high school. Yeah, Just to paint sort of the, the picture. That's amazing. So how did you make phone calls? There was like a, you went down the block um, or? Uh, yeah, so you have to go to the booth, like a yeah, phone yeah, yeah. booth and, and call to someone who has a phone. You know? <laughs> and then they make the call for you. No, there was no such a thing. <laughs> there wasn't? No, you was cannot just... call to the booth. It's in America, you know, <laughs> you can go and come. In Russia, it was not possible. <laughs> wow. Okay. So it was all, at that time, um, the technology was uh, letters. sucks, you know. <laughs> it was letters. It's correct. Okay. Yeah. Or oh, you have to meet face-to-face, uh, -face. go to the, this guy. Person's oh, house. It's correct. Knock on the door and talk, hey, hi, it's me. <laughs> and, 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 and Okay. So that's that. I love. I love that. I love that. I see some horses in the street. Now. I love that I love it that was. Part. Okay. So, are, are, um, you're 
your parents are they supportive of this um, no no they <laughs> didn't have a clue what is that they didn't know what to do with that they like okay i was a good student you know in the school one of the best students so nobody would tell me don't do it i was on my own okay okay so you go to high school and you're like you sign up for the track team no, we had no track. No track. No track. <laughs> you go to high school Wrong and you're again. like, hey, I need to teach myself how it's to correct. be a better jumper. Yeah. Well, my teacher respected me and he gave me a key from the gym. And I would come when every activity finished in school, I would come myself, open the, the, the storage, pull sick, heavy mats, put um, um, bar and start jumping. <laughs> And was it was it an official high jump bar or no? It was no, makeshift. it's a it's a first. It was a just a wooden bar which I made myself. <laughs> okay, and so and so you start jumping. Yes, it's correct. And are you doing the? No, Fosbury flop didn't exist by that time. Really? No. <laughs> I was telling someone the other day about that that I think I remember speaking about that speaking with you about that in Miami, and they know they said no. Of course, the Fosbury flop had already existed. No. So you would run. And, and hurdle the bar. Yeah, it's a called straddle. Straddle. Mm -hmm. And you land on your feet on the it's other side? It's called Western uh, style uh, by American standards. Okay. So, you, so you're doing that and, you're getting, and are you getting better? Yes, I was very passionate, determined, uh, focused, uh, and my progress was very good. In the year of training myself, next year, I, I won... Uh, regional championship on our uh, Chuas Republic. Um, no mentors? No. Did you have a, did you have a TV in your house? <laughs> Very small. Small black and white TV? <laughs> and would you ever see jumping on the TV? Um, no. Almost none. Only in 1968, I saw first time uh, from Mexico City Olympic Games. Oh, yeah. And I saw Fosbury flop over there. First time. That, and that was the first time you saw the Fosbury it's flop? correct. Did I've, you even know it existed before then? No. You hadn't heard any rumblings or anything? Uh, so we did. And we had didn't hear much of anything. <laughs> they protected you from this nonsense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this story's all over. So tell me about seeing the Fosbury flop the first time you saw it. Were you like, what is this nonsense? Or did you oh, appreciate it right away? You loved it right away. You well, knew. Because until now, until now, Fosbury flop... Uh, Fosbury, Dick Fosbury technique is the best. It's a standard. Mm -hmm. No one ever after him jumped like him. It's the best technique. I when I was there's been no innovation to the high jump. No. since then. Yes, okay. that's correct. It, he's the best performer of Fosbury. Best, you know. I would love to meet him in person and tell him thank you for this. Is he know? alive? Yes, he's. Yes, he is. Severin will hook that up. Severin, shoot him an email right, or something. Right. Jesus. I'll make a note. <laughs> it's a fascinating, you know, that <coughs> nothing better was done from that time, you know. Everyone else, because I studied uh, after that, my PhD was high jumping. Well, are you going to be disappointed when you meet him and he's in a wheelchair and he's had his leg amputated <laughs> no, 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 and he has type no, no, 2 diabetes? No, 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 he's, he's, he's okay. I'll... Oh, okay, he is okay? He's yeah, he's okay. Happy. And it uh, seems like he's a decent person, to, you know. He never appeared like with any kind of <coughs> knocking to the, his chest and so I was in mental or something. Wait, so did he, did he win the gold medal this year? Yeah, yeah, he, he was a okay. gold medalist over there. He never was a world record holder because 
something his career last very short you know mm. so so that year that he that, that Dick Fosbury competed and did the Fosbury flop he competed against people who used the western straddle method one single guy he's the only one who did that it's correct amazing wow, that takes some gusto i was watching and like ooh. <laughs> and i wanted but we didn't have mats like this you know i was jumping into the uh, sand even when you did the Fosbury flop? No, it's oh, oh. <laughs> Fosbury so, came you, in 1970. <laughs> so by the time this came around, were you already done with your jumping? Uh, no, I started this by that time. So did you ever do the Fosbury flop? Yes, it's my best results were done by Fosbury so flop. So you switched from the straddle method to in the Fosbury flop. And without a doubt, you knew, you didn't have any issues no, making absolutely. that shift. You didn't try to defend the straddle. The transition was smooth and... Uh, Oscar, uh, smooth and what is it called? Painless. Yeah. Seamless? Uh, seamless, yes. Seamless. Did any athletes, pro, um, um, <clears throat> ego prevent them? Do you remember athletes saying, I'm never going to switch to that? The, 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 no, no, it was almost none. Because uh, the um, uh, advance of this thing was so obvious uh, that mm -hmm. basically by 1973, 74, was no... Uh, high jumpers who would still struggle to use it was done mm -hmm. I, i'm imagining it being like when free throws used to be yeah know, underhand <coughs> granny style under yeah but when they <coughs> last world record holder is that true 1969 <laughs> yeah i think patrick of american straddle <laughs> now 1969 was the last world record uh, with straddle patrick Stad uh, yeah patrick matzdorf he is from medicine <laughs> Oh really? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. wow. Are you telling me in the NBA they used to shoot free throws? Grand, I think granny style? select guys were. I don't know that that was ever like everyone yeah. across the board. I thought charity stripe was always it was an underhand. <laughs> At one point it was an underhand throw. Wow. But it's like it's, my point being like when you see something done so different that it's and there's like that light bulb where you're like this is the way we should be doing it all along. I, yeah. I've sense. never believed in that word um, emasculating like. Who cares if you drive a Prius or a four by four or whatever? You know what I mean? Like I don't think you can emasculate a true man. But granny style yeah. shooting—that's not the most masculine. That's a little. That, I'm, that, that's that's got to be thrown in there as one of those things that uh, could definitely lower your testosterone level just right off. <laughs> you win the track, the regional track and field event mm -hmm. in the high jump. It's, I won. And how old are you? It was sixteen. There's, is there any seed of the pose at that point at 16 years old? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, so what's your next step? You've tasted some victory. You've tasted some success. Mm -hmm. What's the next step? <clears throat> any injuries at this point? No. Okay. Uh, but from running, yes. <laughs> from running? Okay, from running. Shin <laughs> You did have shin splints at 16. Yeah. And, and why were you running? Just to stay in shape? That was. Your oh, I was still continue my cross-country ski training. Okay. Uh, I mean, with no success. <laughs> okay. Why did you do that? Were there women in that? Was that a... Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, I never look for women in this field. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's quite... Um, Suppressive. Um, uh, not, uh, it just was um, uh, some kind of circle of friends and the company. Uh, because in high jumping, I was alone. <laughs> okay. But the, another the thing was uh, that <coughs> the time came to basketball. You because started, I was you, a, at 16, you started playing. Yeah. Oh, because you could jump. Yes, right. Okay. I was the best jumper there. And university, I was playing a university team as well. 
and I was a second guy who was dunk with the two arms basketball. You wow! Can, you can dunk at yeah. five eight. Yeah. Well, wow. if if you can high jump, you can dunk. Uh, the oh, only wow. one That's guy who was do dunk it was a guy who was two meters. Uh, wow! Height. Wow! Two it's Over. a six six probably. Yeah. So six, so six. you wow. so you're doing cross country skiing. Mm-hmm. Basketball. Yes, and jumping. And jumping. Yes. And in jumping, you still don't have a peer. Uh, <laughs> no, no, okay. Okay, so so from there, you're now, how old are you? St- uh, university next thing was, um, I yeah. missed one year, the university, and then next year I got, I was in, invited to our local university because I was a local region champion <laughs> in high jumping. Were you working at the time? Uh, yes, a little bit. Uh, I was an uh, uh, electrician <laughs> in oh. the factory. <laughs> I, I, should, I don't funny know, I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> Knob and tube? I mean, what's an electrician? You didn't even have phones. How could there be an electrician? What were you wiring? Street lamps? <laughs> no, 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 Seriously, no, no, no. Like, I, I was in the big factory, you know. Okay. We were fixing lamps, uh, wires. <laughs> with, for the, um, so you were on the maintenance team of a big factory? It's correct, right. And, and what, what did the factory make? Uh, this uh, uh, railway station wagons, you know. Okay. Okay, and you had to keep the lights on there. It's <laughs> and and uh, did your dad work there? No, my dad was in Moscow. Hmm. Okay. He he was separated with my mom, and uh, <clears throat> uh, he was in Moscow. Did I meet your mom? No. I didn't meet your mom at your house no, 10 no, years no, ago? No, or? no, no, no. She died a long time ago. Okay. It, it, she was a very nice lady. Simple. He, he may have met your mother-in-law. Oh yes, it's my granny, our mother-in-law. Okay. You met her. Okay. Yes. It's it's, it's Severin's grandma. Yeah, All right. My mom's side. I I, oh, the, I understand the family tree. Oh, she's you don't have a beautiful to, woman. You know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we. Love you brought her here after you came it's here. It's correct because. Uh, like a good son-in-law. We all yes, but she deserved it completely. She was incredible grandma, and. Well, incredible mom. Is that true, Severin? He's speaking on your yes, behalf. She was, good, she was good grandma. Absolutely, I think she raised me. Oh, uh, <laughs> he was uh, her favorite. <laughs> um, his older sisters always like envy. Like uh, grandma was <laughs> always on him. Someone know. has to be the favorite. How many kids do you have? Four. Four kids. Wow. All with the same wife. Mm, two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you mean uh, on the top? <laughs> no, no, no. I just mean was it one woman who birthed all your yes, kids? Uh, yes. It's the same wife. Uh, Incredible. Oh, 45 years. Congratulations. Had, had you met her at this point uh, when you were in the university? In the university, in the first yes, we came in the first um, uh, year in the university. She was on uh, foreign languages uh, faculty. I was in sport and physical culture, and. When you go to the university, do you sign up for the track team? Yeah, I was invited as a track team okay. member. Okay, and are you the best guy on the team? Uh, one, or, of, one of the best. Okay, so tell me, sort of walk me through that up until these thoughts of pose, the seeds, the seedlings of pose sort of start growing in your brain. Uh, <clears throat> it, it, it many things happened at that time. I was a, uh, one of the best students in, in spite that I travel a lot as a member of the university team and the regional... Um, what was the name of the university? Uh, it's a Chuvash State Pedagogical University. Okay. 
And you, when you say you traveled um, for track and field events, and it was just within Russia. It's correct. Okay. Soviet Union. So Soviet you, Union. Sorry, you're, I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. Soviet Union. Did you ever go to Armenia? Uh, not. Uh, Did you ever go to Yerevan? Not uh, to compete. I, you would have got your one ass thing, kicked yeah, over there. I miss it. You know, <laughs> I had lots of friends. It's a brothers. One says, <laughs> "Thank you." Um, my Armenian friends taught me these things. I have many of them still, uh, and some of them visit me in Miami. Uh, but um, I've never been, and I still dreaming to go to Ararat. <laughs> You've seen the Sequoia um, National Forest. You don't need to see anything else. No, that's no, no. It. That's the uh, Ararat. It's an interesting thing. It, it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. It, it, legend is telling that human beings. Uh, uh, what actually it's um, extraterrestrials came to Ararat place and from that place it spread out around the world it's supposedly and where Noah's Ark is it's correct yes Ararat basically it's a center of that civilization which spread out around the world it's in the wrong country <laughs> the mountain is in the don't wrong don't tell side. me to my friends Armenians you know they will <laughs> kill you <laughs> so you you're at the university, you're on the team, you're traveling a lot, mm-hmm. you're still one of the best students, mm-hmm. you're studying... Physiology. Physiology. Sport physiology and psychology. And, and, you're still, and you still have your nagging injuries that, are, that come with being uh, a runner? Yes, running, <laughs> I never was thinking like, why is that? But it was bothering me, mm-hmm. not jumping. You, you understand? It's like running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But it didn't come yet. You see, I was too much busy with high jumping. Okay. And in my studies, I already decided by the uh, um, second uh, year in university, I decided to go in my science um, uh, future. Okay. To become scientist uh, in this field. It was clear. And I, I got great support from my teachers. <clears throat> so... Did your did your academic desires compete with your athletic desires, or did you know that no, your athletics no, it, was only going to go so far? It was filled into each other very well. Okay, so I had no any dispute on this matter, and I studied physiology on the way beyond of the, my program. Okay, that's why my uh, <clears throat> teachers were happy to be with me because we discussed things what was not the university course; it was already science. You finish university? Yes. And you graduate with uh, what's considered a BA? Yes, it's, a, it's called a, um, a Excellent Diploma. Okay, Excellent Diploma. Yes, it's an honored diploma. I'm going to give you one of those when um, the show's over. Matt? I think, I think it'd be, what is that, cum laude? Is that the highest or summa cum laude? Uh, I think summa cum laude is the, the highest. Yeah. yeah, so that would be this. Uh, it was uh, a, okay. I was the first in Thank my, you. I like, uh, I like excellent degree, personally. <laughs> right, that's <laughs> an excellent degree. Yeah. Excellent like something degree. out of Borat. <laughs> excellent degree. And it gave, gave me a good foundation. I was invited to the same faculty to continue work. But I had the obligation one year in army. It's a, was a mandatory. <laughs> and so, are you off the team at the, how how how? Let's no, I wasn't team. never out of team. I was always. Uh, and how and how how did you do on the team? Did you ever win the championships? Did yes, you ever? You did. Yes, in, in many regionals, I was winning and uh, on the podium all the time. Did you have any Olympic aspirations? Mm, I had, oh, oh, of course, but 
Russian Soviet Union school in high jumping was incredible. It's still one of the best. And I was uh, in the ranking way below the, that level, unfortunately. Just like in, in CrossFit, there's, there's these, you know, there's 15 guys who are amazing. There, there's 50 guys who go to the games who are amazing. Yeah, I know. I, and then there's 15 guys who are just incredible. I mean, you just you can't get your head wrapped around it. And then there's five guys that. Yeah, like Rich that, Browning. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or Matt. Or you, you just can't even really grasp what they're doing. Is, is that exactly the same? In, it's correct. There's it's, just these top. A genetically predisposed factor. Call. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Hmm. And there's nothing you can do to get on their level. I'm sorry. No, no, that's, no. And, and that's the truth. You're just going to be supporting cast. Absolutely. It's correct. You're going to be there to make sure all of the rogue equipment gets used during Scott, the games. Scott Panchik. Yeah. He's one of the greatest no crossfitters pharma, in the world. Pharmacology will help you the, to get there. Yeah. None, you know, it's just what it's giving to you. Amazing. Well, that's good to know. Because yeah. I wasn't given much. That makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. All the shortcomings. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was supposed to do. <laughs> so you, you, you finished college, and now you're invited to be on the faculty. Yes. Um, and, and now you're you've sort of set your track career mm -hmm. to the side. You're no longer on the team because you're faculty. No, I am in the team. I still was jumping a very uh, long are time. Are you still on the team now? Right, right. I'm just checking. I'm just no, checking no, no, no. how big this horse, this wife's tail is going to get. <laughs> You're all, faculty. I mean, that's unheard of. Faculty's not on the on the on the team, are they? No, it's, it's a team. And, you, uh, I was a, I was a simultaneously head coach in okay. track and field uh -huh. and the participant <laughs> number one in the high jumping. Wow. I didn't know Did that. Did you either. ever feel like you were sabotaging the other guys? So that you yes, it was kind of feeling. The, po my the coach, politics? My <laughs> coaches telling, until you will not drop your career, you will never will be good coach yourself. <laughs> Something like that. And was there wow. truth to it? Uh, no. Okay, okay <laughs> good, good. It's just a belief, you know. But it's, uh, I prepared many uh, athletes, being myself athlete at that time. Do you remember when when someone came onto the team and they were finally better than you? Yes, it's finally it came. There's a, a couple guys came and I prepared them who become better than me. Yes. And and then did you is that when you stepped down off the team? Uh, no, I still was in the team. You know, like number two, number three. I I was traveling with them still, like head coach and. Uh, <laughs> Participant. <laughs> Do you think that if there would have been someone better on the team sooner, you would have gotten better? Do you think it was a handicap to be the best person on the team? Uh, not really. I don't believe in these things. You know, if you are truly uh, into that, uh, to give everyone, it's not c competition. You know, like my own ambitions do not uh, conflict with uh, my ambitions to be a coach. Not necessarily ambitions, but like um, you know, your your second, third, and fourth kids develop faster than your first kid because they have role models. Ah, uh, yes, of course. I was a very good role model in this case. But you didn't have any role models. Not, unfortunately. Right. And you, I'm saying if you had role models, do you think you would have been a better... Yes, it's correct. If I would... You could have had six small, inches on your jump. Small, little, shitty city. <laughs> shitty city. What's the name of the city? Kanash. Is it still around today? It's correct. Is, is my the population... Record, my, no, it's population the same. My record in the school and the, in, the, in the city is still... Wow! My records. Oh wow! Well, congratulations. When's the last time? Oh. You've, when's the last time you've been there? Uh, 
one year ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you go seven? I went uh, six or seven years ago. I went to where my dad grew up. Um, we went. If we had a camera with us, it would have been like a tour of like, you know, where he worked out, gymnasium. It was pretty cool. We met yeah. a lot of people there. That is cool. Did you have the piano player in your gymnasium? Yes, we had. <laughs> when I went to Armenia and I visited, um, oh, it's horrible that I can't remember his name. The guy who developed the Ar the Iron Cross in gymnastics. Ah, oh, um, uh, Armen. Uh, I did a piece on uh, him for the CrossFit uh, Journal. Uh, yes, uh, I know this name. It's a legend in Soviet Union. My dad probably is so angry right now. I mm. hope he doesn't see this. Anyway, <laughs> they had the piano player there at the gymnastics gym, mm. and it was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. That's something we should adopt here. You know, he would just, he would just play piano while everyone's. It was a woman. There would be a Gasparian. woman. It's a crest It's called. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> but what's his name? It starts with an A. Ara Asarian. Asarian. Araxi Asarian. No, 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 no. Albert Azarian. Yes, yes. The Azarian, and they call it. Yes, and they called it the Azarian Cross. Yes, before it's it was still, the Iron it's Cross. still. Rest, okay. He was first one who done this. <coughs> we were very proud that this guy was. Because it was Soviet Union. It's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, there he is. So I went and interviewed him. I went to Armenia and interviewed him. And uh, you can see it in the CrossFit Journal. And uh, when I went to his gymnastic studio, there was the, you know, the the grandmother there playing it's the piano. taller than you. 5'9". Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was one of the tallest guys, you know. Yeah, he'd be the tallest guy in my family. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at the university, and is this is this where you start thinking... About the pose method? Not yet. Not yet, okay. Only when I came back from uh, um, army, mm -hmm. I was in sport division. I wasn't soldier per se. I was in sport division and I was trained and uh, performed. Okay. I was lucky guy in this case. Even travel home to see my family very often. So my uniform, soldier's uniform, was in a closet. <laughs> so you were never deployed anywhere? You never had to go hurt no, no, anyone? No, no, no. I, I just hate these whole things. I don't like any fighting because I saw what what does it mean. And my two grandparents and my, uh, my father went through the wars. I know kind of firsthand what does, does it mean. Nothing good and glorious about this. Right. It's very dirty, unhappy and very difficult work. Right. I don't know if somebody glorifying war, they're idiots, you know. Right. I'm sorry. No, I, there's no reason to be sorry. I think that's, a, that's accurate. Mm. Those of us here on the podcast support that statement. Thank you. Right, Matt? Yes. Good. Um, so tell me, so, you then, so then you're, you're at the university for how many years? And this, oh. is where, and this is where you're doing the teaching. This is where you're seeing that your teaching is not where you want it to be. Yeah, I came immediately. <laughs> I started teaching them and <laughs> realization came immediately. My uh, uh, like uh, arrogancy went immediately hit <laughs> very strongly. You were, you were humbled by the teaching experience. Uh, yeah, it was like, actually, you are not so good. You are actually an idiot and <laughs> ignorant, you know. It's like not out loud. <laughs> right, inside. right, right. You weren't that humble. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I start thinking, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> we have to find this. It was the best way to. Um, Did you to, think about abandoning this study and switching studies, switching vocations, switching no. disciplines? No. No, it was uh, no. 
you you knew okay i'm gonna fix this yes right and i start uh, work very widely these things and start looking for answers everywhere biomechanics physiology i start uh, um, do by martial arts things of course ballet become study now not enjoyable just think i had lots of ballet dancers friends and producers uh, i had the entrance inside i was watching how they train uh, it's called hmm, rehearsals <laughs> Yeah. And uh, I read books about um, uh, ballet and I'll go, how the hell they are moving so well, so <laughs> beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like s s watching these rehearsals and then reading books and I'm watching like, wow, whole ballet consists of five major positions. <laughs> and it's like... How old, how old are you when you see that? Uh, it was, uh, what was... Uh, 24, 23. <laughs> okay, young. Mm -hmm. Okay. And 26, boom, it came. Pose. Positions. No, no, pose. It came pose. It's a very distinct, distinguishing point. It's uh, people very often confuse positions and pose. It's not the same. Okay. Very I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who confuses it. No, it's not. Pose has intention. Pose integral part of your action. Position is like, position, this um, car is here, this car is here. It's position. It's not pose. Okay. Pose, position has no intention. Okay. So it, could you say it's position with intention? No. Okay, okay. Position has no intention. I almost think of position as more in line with descriptive of, of something occurring. And maybe pose is, is more like an active, like get into this pose. Get into this pose. Right. Like that's a really good position. Okay. Get into this pose. So like if you kind of think of it that way, I think it helps distinguish that. Okay. okay. I think I follow. You cannot say. I know I don't. A po position of fear, <laughs> but pose of fear completely, immediately, you know, intention. Right. Okay. All the integration inside. Okay. We're recognizing not position. We're recognizing pose. So, so. Go back to this ballet thing. I want to. So, so you see that there's five positions, primary positions, mm -hmm. and from there, there's a light bulb for pose. Mm -hmm. And what? And, and what is that light bulb? It's like every movement is actually just the poses through which we are going through, and among these poses exist only very few single key poses which define this movement. If you are not in this pose. This movement doesn't exist. You cannot produce it. So in running, there are there are key Pose. poses. One pose only. There's only one pose in running. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Now we're on to something. In high jumping three. How many minutes are we into this podcast? <laughs> I love it. So there is one pose in running. Mm -hmm. And do you see it? Once the light bulb goes off, do you see it everywhere? Yes, of course. Immediately. I start teaching next week. Uh, after I came up with this concept, it was a rainy, uh, drizzling day in October. It's October, was it? Do you remember your first student that you tried to transmit this of information course, to? And who, and who was that? It was my young colleague, and uh, at that time, student. He uh, was an um, uh, elite runner on 800 meters and 400 meters, and I immediately ran to him, and he typed first all this concept for me. <laughs> 
he was a very good typer. That was on like typer, talking typer. Yeah, the, the okay. iPad didn't, <laughs> it didn't exist. When you say he was a good typer, you mean the keys didn't collect at the top? No, it's they a machine. Type, right, right. Type, but you know how sometimes when you type, correct, they, the right, keys right. all clump up? It's correct, right. right. Okay. Uh, but he was very good. good and I dictated, and I start <coughs> teach him. And next week, I start teaching my student in the faculty, my yeah. classes. And I don't even know if this is a, a, a real question. What is that singular pose in running? It's a, a pose which has intention of moving forward. Okay. It's right here. That's the end of it. Iliud Kipchoge. It's a falling. Because intention comes to a very simple thing. Because it's a gravitational field. And gravity uh, developing that intention. How you move forward. Only. You see, I'm emphasizing the word only. By falling. If you're not falling, you're not moving. And that is what essence of the pose. Pose is presenting gravitational intention. And to move you horizontally. What gets in the way of being in that position? Our stupidity, okay. obviously. <laughs> well, and the thinking that the muscles will do work for you. <laughs> how does that happen? How does that... Well, let me go back to Are we born knowing this? No. We are not. But we have feeling. For example, when I see right now my younger granddaughter, his daughter. Right. She is falling because it's intuition. It's in our cells level. But we grow up and our stupidity take over. We start teaching people how to do striding, moving arms, pushing off, and so on. Do you teach any dog to do stride? No. <laughs> pushing off? Do you ever see dogs that run wrong? No. Never? <laughs> Never. They don't learn the stupidity, you know, as we do. I think there's an important point here that, that we're overlooking. So I want to be clear that the running pose, everyone goes through it. So if you look at these three guys ahead of Kipchoge, yep. uh, they're going to be in the running pose. And so every single runner... What do whether, you mean they're going to be? So, so the They're point not is, in it now? No. So the running pose happens in all runners. So what Dr. Romanov really did was identify the key position... Uh, that all runners go through. The time that you're wrong, so Savan, we go film you outside, right. you're going to be in the running pose. We go film you outside, you're going to be in the so running pose. So at some point, everyone passes it's through timing. the correct position. Yes. So it's as we know in CrossFit, right? So the seed, you can't kill the seed. No. Oh, that's nice to know. The, see, that, this, this is an that's important part. That's optimistic. That's, that's very, good. That's yeah. very often misunderstood. That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so everyone will go through it. And, and in CrossFit, that's what we need to, to clarify or when we work with the military. The thing that we need to apply here is that this is a standard. So it applies to you, it applies to you, it applies to anyone equally. So that when we analyze any runner, that's what we do in our video analysis. It could be the worst runner in the world, it could be the best runner world. The elements that we look for are present in both people's running. The only difference is the timing of those elements. So you can have, uh, like when we analyze an overhead, overhead snatch, right? The timing is off on people, but they still get to the end position, right? Right. But the timing and maybe the in-between portions are off. Okay. It's the same thing in running. There are three elements, right? The running pose, falling forward, and pulling your foot from the ground. Those are invariable. Every single runner on earth Has will go to through those. those. That's the key here. Okay. Very commonly misunderstood. And it's what you do in-between that needs to be corrected. No. No. 
you have to just uh, take care about pose. <laughs> and you can play Eric the Anatomy of the Stride video in the background. When you were teaching Dan Bailey to run, I don't know if you remember this, but no, one of the I things you, you said that what we need to do is we need to remove your exaggeration. Mm -hmm. And when I watch Dan run, he's like just, it's really fun watching him run. It's like watching a peacock show its feathers, right? <laughs> it, it, um, <laughs> Excellent analogy. <laughs> <laughs> what did you mean by that, his exaggeration? Do you it's remember a, that? Yes, of course. It's a usual thing. It's everyone. And what we see on the top level on the sprinters in the U.S., the same thing happening over there. It's like a printing uh, horses running over there. Right. Unnecessary movement what they produce. If you're looking for Usain Bolt, what is the distinguishing point <laughs> there? Why he is running faster? Because he is more talented? Not at all. These guys who in the uh, Olympic finals, the same talented guys, you know, but they don't know this small thing, uh, what he grasp, intuition. Oh, does he grasp it? Yes, it's intuition. He's lucky guy who got this by Eric, intuition. Eric, Unfortunately, he lost it. Uh, uh, move forward with the keys. Years. And pause. What's Boom. A pose? There's see? the running pose. The gentleman here in the white in the dead center. Yeah, see, yes. to me, yes. he, he looks straight up and down right now. Exactly. But it's this would be not. a pose. Yes. yes, it's a pose. Or the right. pose. We're looking at a video of um, Usain Bolt. Mm -hmm. Or is it Usain Bolt? Usain. 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 Oh, Usain. I don't know, actually. He's Jamaican. <laughs> Perfect. I agree on that. <laughs> Otherwise, it's the impression like you're saying, like it goes like. And the guy in the back, and the guy in the back here is in pose too, right? Yes, of course. A, a, a further part of it, but any single uh, we they could choose. They all goes through this. We could choose any one of those athletes; they'll all look identical. Okay. So let's 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 go to the guy that's in the foreground, the closest to us. Right. Pause him when he gets to this, right there. Boom! There it is. Lean back a little bit, Matt. Let me see. There okay, it is. That's okay. the running pose. So this is what we want to show. And and if you look at the gentleman in the back, look how exaggerated uh, his leg out in front is. Yep. Okay, now let's get to him. And he'll still be in the running pose. Boom, right. stop. I don't know what you mean by exaggerated. It's a muscular involvement, unnecessary muscles involvement to produce movement oh. which we don't need to produce. So your foot never needs to come yeah. in front, past no, in front of your nose? Not, uh, no, never. Why? You you still lending to you? Ah, <laughs> this is what we mean when we say it most runners no overstride. Okay, and you're saying, yeah. and, and if we watch Bolt, he doesn't do that. Almost none. This, like okay, a, let's watch a little more. Eric. Yes, you can see it. You see, he's not. Oh, wow! Yeah. I absolutely see that now. Yeah, very compact. Very yes, tight. and th and this Good is work. a huge yeah. misunderstanding. So what I want you guys to focus wow. on is most people think sprinters, right? They think <laughs> stride out, right? We know the word stride it out, <laughs> open your stride. Uh -huh. Sprinters have a huge amount of ground that they cover, but what people don't pay attention to is when they touch the ground, it's directly underneath them. Right. So, so all that ground covered happens in the air. It has nothing to do with moving your legs. It's your body covering that distance. You're by, just by falling. Yeah, by you, falling. I mean, you absolutely think when you're running, if you're running fast, you want to reach out far to cover and you more don't. ground. Could you make uh, a calculation? Of course. To figure out what the fastest possible time is, we already have that. We have it. And, and what what are some of these times? What are, what's the fastest time? Uh, uh, can you guess yourself first? I have no, I have no idea. Are we talking 100 meter dash? Yes, yes 100 do. meter sprint. What's the yeah. fastest possible time? Well, let's see. The world record right now is like mid nines, right? Yeah. Nine fifty eight. Um, 
I'm gonna shoot for the moon here. <laughs> do it, uh, do it, do it. Uh, one hundred bucks if you will go. Get if he gets it, oh my god. Uh, nine one. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Uh. Not even close. Uh, let's call it. You fired. <laughs> <laughs> the maximum. Tell him the maximum theoretical. Okay. I calculated. I developed these equations for this. Obviously, with related with not muscular efforts, but with angle of falling uh-huh. and cadence. You know, it's a pure mass. Uh, it's pure I, gravity, right? It's correct, uh, right? It's gravitational uh, function. And uh, I took um, Usain Bolt's uh, statue, mm-hmm. uh, like high. six five. Yeah, okay. and the uh, uh, model was a three hundred steps per minute uh, cadence. Just uh, it tops what we have uh, in the field of sprinting, okay. and it came. We and the biggest angle what we can produce twenty two point five theoretically. Is that's, this what gravity gives us? That's someone leaning forward at twenty two point five. Sorry, falling forward at twenty two point five. Yes. Okay. And the uh, result came uh, outstanding, six point seven four. This this will be the world record. <laughs> oh, I'm close. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. That, that's before we go back to that because that's just amazing. Is it, when someone's falling at that angle, mm-hmm. should you be able to draw a line from the back of their head to to hips? To the hips, a perfectly general, straight line. Yes, general center of mass. Yes. Okay. Uh, and what happens beyond twenty-two degrees? You fall on your face. It's correct. You cannot return back on the vertical position to start falling again. It means step. Mm-hmm. Is there something I can teach my son? No, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't interfere. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm no. I, I have a one-year-old, and when he walks, he pivots. He, he pivots right to left. But when he runs, and it's not really running, it's uh, just faster walking. He falls. Yeah, of course. He's a fall. It's a falling movement. So when he sees, gets excited, he does a falling movement. That's correct. But when he's not, when he's not excited, he waddles back and forth. But he but, but also consider consider a child's anatomy, right? So right. their head is bigger in proportion to their body. Yeah. So kids, That's especially cool. toddlers, mm-hmm. have no option but to use their body weight. To, to you know that's why that's, that's why, why they look like they're when they leading. go down when they go downhill it's just yeah bite your tongue and that's why they <laughs> can barely but that's nuts. why they can barely hold on right yeah. it looks like their head is dictating which way they're going it, it's because it is, it, it is. It is right. <laughs> yeah. okay okay how about the mile what's the fastest time for the mile that we oh, can ever see <laughs> <coughs> i i did this <coughs> prediction i want to take a guess on uh, this one, okay. I, one journalist uh, <laughs> called me up and asked me and he's the guy who first broke the four minute mile uh, the, no, the journalist called me. Oh, oh I thought you said uh, what's the Bannister? journalist? Oh, 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 oh. Roger, Roger Bannister. Bannister. Roger. Okay. In in May six nineteen fifty four in Oxford, he passed four minutes. One single guy. Since that this time, this guy doesn't even know all four kids, all the birthdays of all four of his kids. I bet, but he knows when the four minute mile broke. <laughs> Am I, I right? Do you know no, the birthday of all four of your kids? I know. I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> he called me up and told that in the movie. Uh, back to the future, they talk about uh, um, uh, running miles into the three minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and he asked me, uh, is, is it possible? Yeah. <laughs> they predicted the Cubbies almost, right? So That's right, yeah. That movie is yeah. on, on point. <laughs> when he gets the, the sports, the Yes, and right? I yeah. calculated him uh, the, the, how it's possible <laughs> and how much uh, the, the, I sent him articles I wrote for this uh, and uh, I gave him parameters of what it should be, which angle, step, uh, cadence, and so on. And uh, yes, it's possible. What's the number? 
it, it, he asked me the Matt. Do you want to guess before he says it? Yeah. yeah I mean, so, so now you know it's in the three I, minutes. I'm right? trying to. I'm the, like fresh. Three minutes. Like, you know, the maximum. Yeah. The maximum mile pace. No. Carry the six. Yeah, yeah. Please, you're doing the math. Absolutely. And while Matt calculates this, this is. Strictly the physics. This is yeah. has nothing to do with cardiovascular it's capacity. Long. This is just angles and gravity. I'll, I'll give and, you right. more about okay. this. Uh, two, five, two five five. Two five five. Okay. <laughs> what's what's the, what's the number? Uh, there are um, just get this number under three hours. Oh, I mean three, three minutes. minutes yeah. It was um, um, I took uh, El Grouge, um, uh, present time record holder on the mile. Uh, this is a guy from Morocco. Uh, 1999, he set up this world record. Still, is that a country? Uh, Morocco, yes. Oh, Morocco. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. El Garouche is the sorry. athlete. Okay, got uh, it. El Garouche is the athlete, <laughs> and uh, the world record is 344.3. The current. Uh, current, yes. And uh, angle what he run is uh, not big like it's nineteen point one, you know. And to run under three hours, uh, three minutes, three minutes. I'm sorry, it's a marathon. I'm talking all the time. <laughs> Many uh, questions about marathon. Mm. Uh, it, it's um, twenty point one and uh, angle of uh, falling and cadence uh, uh, two hundred forty. You know, this is what. And what and what's the number? And you're saying and you're saying that it Under could you're saying it could be um, instead of two hundred forty four it could be three hundred, and instead of twenty one it could be twenty two point five. It's correct. And at that angle, what 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 do you think the mile could be run? Oh uh, no, it's a, those. This is one minute. Uh, <laughs> oh, forty seven seconds, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Will we see that? Uh, it so. will take uh, about 300, I p- calculate 357 years it will take to get there. Because sort of the adaptation that humans have to go through. Yeah, it's a called, uh, changing perception. Now, let me ask wow. you this. I think that your numbers are all a little off. You know why? <laughs> because I think in that last five or six feet, you could actually change the angle. By fa- like falling and you can head first. fall across the <laughs> so finish line. So two seconds line. faster. Or at least one second faster. <laughs> I think you could fall across that finish line. Uh, actually, it's a very difficult because perception of falling incredibly intricate, and we don't have display like in the car. Like uh, you can see, <laughs> speedometer goes on, mm-hmm. and we are now developing something with, with my son uh, data because mathematical thing we I already develop equations. So we want to bring into the uh, device something like Garmin or polar or we contact with or even inserts so things that go into your shoe oh that would show you your Chinese firm Padun which we want to bring it into this uh, is that when you will run Mm-hmm. You will see which angle you're doing. I don't know. We've been here for an hour. I don't know if what I do, you call it running. <laughs> <laughs> the elements are there. No, w- <laughs> we can definitely go through the pose. Uh, yes. I don't know, man. When you will see angle <laughs> in front of you all the time, uh-huh. like where, uh, you start feel what is, does it mean. Your perception will be guiding you, not muscular efforts. Mm-hmm. The big misunderstanding and bis- big misleading in physiology happened a long time ago. Physio- in the beginning of uh, last century, physiology <coughs> took over, over biomechanics, okay. because it was developed m- more advanced. And since uh, 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 Archibald Hill uh, developed this concept of VO2max, it's become kind of holy cow. Mm-hmm. And all around these things, 
As a matter of fact, you don't hear that very often. It's usually Holy Grail, but that's or, an Indian reference. Like, he must be doing business in like India. The, the Holy Cow. <laughs> like the holy I like cow. that. Or the sacred cows, maybe. Maybe a holy. That's no, good. no, holy. It's called it's a sacred cow. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. It's used in a different way, I think, in the U.S. Uh, I love it. Forty-five yeah. years you've been married to the same woman. Yes, it's correct. What advice do you have for people to? Well, are you glad you did that? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, someone, I don't, man, I want to remember who this is. I thought it was so insightful, especially coming from a young person, that they wanted to get married when they were young so they could start building memories with the same person so that they could look back and have a companion through life that they can talk about their memories with and enjoy their memories. And I thought, wow, that's really insightful because getting married young is a, is a huge challenge. Yes. Huge, huge challenge because there's the constant reinventing yourself. And then there's also, if you don't reinvent yourself, no money. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, my, yeah. yeah finances yeah, can sense. be a huge part. Um, uh, wandering dog syndrome. Um, what 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 are the keys to a healthy relationship? <laughs> Interesting question. I will first. Uh, and I've uh, seen you and your wife. You seem to get along great. Like yes, you guys are best uh, she's friends. She's my best friend. As a matter of fact, the best ever and biggest supporter in my life. She never ever was making any efforts to stop me doing what I'm doing and opposite she was always sending me you need to go go and get them <laughs> something like that you know and she was she says it in Russian yes uh, very intelligent lady she is a PhD in um, philology uh, English philology as a matter of fact she finished the um, PhD program in the defending Moscow University very high level education and um, philosophy philology. Yeah, philology philology I don't know what that is philology it means uh, it's a science of uh, language okay she's Thank English you. high level teacher be like a <laughs> I, I thought the irony of me yes, not knowing yeah. what that is yeah. I love it okay go on and uh, but uh, I will refer you Socrates in this case you know you never will predict uh, who will be your wife or you will stay with this wife so long you know when we married she always told me I don't know we will be happy or we will be unhappy we will be stayed together a long time or one year she always told me these things um, because you cannot predict these things yeah and in this case, uh, like I she's keep maybe she's just keeping you on edge. She didn't want you to stop working hard. Sounds like it works. Hey, at any time I could kick your shit to the curb. <laughs> no, in this case, I will refer you to Socrates. Okay, ancient Greek philosopher, first one. I know him. And yep. yes, right. I don't and know he told about the, I know him. Uh, somebody asked him how to be happy with your marriage. He told, "Oh, this is very simple. If you will be lucky with your marriage." You'll be happy. If not, you will be philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Did you really say that? It's correct. Wow. <laughs> so trivia there. And I'm not philosopher in this case. <laughs> so I'm I'm having trouble. Um, what was the secret? Secret. The secret is to support your mate. It's a. There is no don't secret. Get, don't get in their way. It's a. Be helpful as much as possible. When I was doing my PhD. She was the best helper for me. When she did her PhD, I was the best helper for her. When we grow up, our kids, we didn't dis distinguishing point like, okay, it's your kids. No, it was our kids. And we spent with them as much as we can time. I was taking my girls 
to the races with me. They always travel with me and mom with us, you know, it's a rare case. And then Severin was born, he was traveling with me on the races as well. When, as a, when you were coaching I have a lot them. of miles. It's correct, uh, right. <laughs> wow. Going back to the kids thing now, you're saying don't, don't mess with the kids. What's the youngest you would teach someone pose? Oh, would you this junior is like high? A, or? Uh, no, five years old. Five years old? Yes. And have you done that? Yes, I've yeah, done successfully. <laughs> and uh, then in the school, they screwed up <laughs> by teachers. <laughs> and then that's a tool, lifelong tool they can take with them their entire life. Yes, but there are, exists a big obstacle our society. Very smart teachers in school uh, who are teaching completely wrong way to run. I'm not even giving sorry that I'm telling you. No, I'm mad about this. Because education around the world, in America particularly, our coaches in school is incredibly uneducated in this direction. Give me an example of something that you They could be very good people. Right, Don't, of course. Yeah, it's right. not the same thing. They, as a people, as a person, they would be wonderful, you know. But as a specialist who supposed to teach, they are completely ignorant. They're fantastic at helping an old woman carry her bags across the it's, street, but they shouldn't be telling her how to run across the street. It's correct. Give me an example of something that, that's just bad coaching. Bad coaching? Stride. Stride out. <laughs> Open up your stride. Look, work with your arms. With the same success, you will be asking, work with your ears, you know. <laughs> okay, let's, I, I understand stride, how that would be bad, could be a very bad cue, right? Because mm -hmm. apparently the, these greatest guys that you're showing us here, this Bolt guy from Jamaica, right. he, his foot's going right underneath him. He's not opening up his stride right at all. <laughs> um, but what about, why not this? Why? Um um, uh, momentum? Should I give you a um, simple lesson in physics? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. So if we watch these guys a little bit, we'll see that they're not swinging their arms? No, their arms are being swung, but it's a resultant. It's, it's so, a balance. It's not the driver. That's right. Because yeah. people confuse the two, right? So the, yeah. the idea is that the arms will, will go uh, the opposite arm, if you look here. So the left arm is in complete synchronicity with the right leg. So... Right, right arm uh, or left arm okay. in back, right leg in front. So it's a balance. It's, it, the torso is balanced. O otherwise, you'll have over rotation. So you will start to do this. Or if you ever try oh, yeah, and to I, run, and I do see that a lot. Yeah. So if you ever see someone that's running same arm, same leg, it'll look it'll look ridiculous. You'll over rotate. Awful. So which, you don't. So you don't cue the arms at all. No. Shoulders, yes, but it's a different function. It's like you're running with your legs, not your arms, right? Correct. Yes. And the arms serve a balance. On the legs, not with the legs. It's English. You're running on the legs? It's correct, because you're falling. You're okay. not moving legs. I, I, you I, see, this is what's important. Uh, this triple extension, all this nonsense, what people are teaching. Uh, he's referring running? to triple it's extension um, in the push-off. Oh, so that would be the extension of the knee, the ankle, and the hip. <laughs> I'm sorry that uh, I have to tell you that because I would love to just give a whole lecture about this. We're going to film that. No, We're going to film that. Okay. Gonna film I, I was that. a swimmer, so this is... This is a podcast. This has to be entertaining also. Ah, okay. People have, to, <laughs> people have to feel like they're eavesdropping on us. Oh, they are. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Only don't shoot me. I'm just a messenger. <laughs> so, first of all and foremost, people don't understand the definition of force. They think of the muscles force, for example. Muscle strength, not force. 
this is what incredibly distinguishing thing. Let's give an example of each. Uh, okay, the definition of force from the uh, classical textbooks in physics. Mm -hmm. Force defined as magnitude of interaction between material bodies. You see, there is no muscles there. Right, mm -hmm. okay. You, you see? Yep. And force is a byproduct of interaction. <laughs> okay. I'm following you. You're not holding force like this bottle <laughs> or cap. <laughs> Do you understand? Right. Force right. doesn't exist until interaction. Until there's. You see? Yeah. Force now exists. Before, it doesn't. Right. I'm applying my material body, basically, my body weight, and then force appears. Okay. Then you can measure it because yes. there's interaction between Force the two. Force is a byproduct. You see, that's incredibly important point. Right. Mm. And we are making it upside down. We are thinking that force is something what exists and I am applying force. Right. You do not apply force. Force is a byproduct. And and these cues and this not this lack of understanding it's correct. only exacerbates the problem it's correct. of bad coaching. It's correct. Because you start using muscles to produce something, you know, and you immediately have this guy like that. That interferes. It actually interferes instead of helps. Of course. Which brings me to the shoes. Oh, yeah. I always hear, I always hear Greg saying that, that it's for him, uh, as a matter of fact. Those are? <laughs> yes, I will sign for him <laughs> right now. Signature Did you bring shoe. me some? <laughs> what <Not> size? <laughs> you didn't ask, he asked. <laughs> He's always talking about how shoes should not clothes, apparel, should not interfere with movement. He's and, right. And that absolutely. is the best you can of hope of, of apparel. You can't, have, you can't think of apparel as something that it's going to help you. You have to think of it as just the least um, inhibitive. Did you realize do, do, only right now that your boss is smart? <laughs> no, I know. I've known. Uh, I'm curious. Do you, do you agree with that? Yes, I do. And uh, build up these kind of things on the That's pocket. not a special shoe with a spring in it that helps me apply force. Oh, no, 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 no. And, uh, don't go with that. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, an, it's another BS with exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when, when they, when, and that's the Romanoff shoe. Mm -hmm. It's written pose method right here. And it can only be, um, right now it's, it's, it can only be purchased in China. It's we could buy it in the uh, US. China, but, so this uh, is pretty cool. Taiwan so we have, we have the running pose on there. That's pretty sweet. Oh, that is cool. So the, and then we have Dr. R's signature, so you can, you know, tuck it under Wait, your... Wait, go back to that running pose? Mm -hmm. So this is also on the shoebox, this movement. Okay, so that, that that's... Um, An infinite sequence of movement. And, and we see the pose three times. That's uh, that's right. Okay, I'm starting to see, like I'm incorporating into my And then obviously speech, you have... Like I know what it is. If yeah. you want to be the real cool kids on the block, you got pose method on when there. You, when you... Is that shoe bullshit, or, or, or did you actually... Were you involved in, in some sort we of actually, design? We actually it's have a, a video we build, can play. Build up on uh, my ideas. And, and but but like, are you a materials expert or? or? Mm, yes, I I am as well. You know, because I become because when you you advising uh, Matt, what kind of it? materials yeah. to use. Yes, you do this. It's a pretty cool logo. I mean, it's a very light shoe. Like, like what? What? Give me an idea. I'm not shoe dog, but I'm <laughs> shoe master. So here's here's like a um, a little video that they put together when it, um, in oh, China. Great. Yes, it's a, in Beijing. Leaning. Oh, I you can lower the volume. I'm going to ask yeah. the better questions. No, yeah, absolutely. Tell me, what what do you like about this shoe? Uh, they have a 
features which uh, we are <laughs> advising him. So it's uh, light, comfortable, and has good support here. Good support, okay. Right here. Because this is where you land. Yes, it's correct. <laughs> And I can I can point out these things because we work with the marketing team to do this. So that's uh -oh, what happens when you run the word. business head. <laughs> he said the bad word. Hey, well, when when we develop this part, so I'll tell you. So right here, yep. so this is an imported um, extra traction system right on the forefoot. So the ball of the imported foot imported right from where? This is Japanese. Okay. So apparently, uh, Japan has some kind of uh, uh, monopoly of like cool f materials. <laughs> so this has extra traction. Uh, the other size. part is. So one thing we like to talk about is is um, cushioning, right? Because people are like cushioning's bad. Blah, blah, blah. So I would say it it all it all depends on where you run, and and I'll give you the analogy. So when we think about running naturally, we think on a trail, on grass, on sand, whatever that may be. So the surface in this case is the part that gives you the dampening, right? Grass trail you know like unless you're running on like uh something that's really dry but in essence we're talking about dampening that the surface is providing including a run a running track a running track as you know is soft right, when right, they're wearing right. the, so when you run on pavement which is unnatural we developed this right uh you need some level of minimal cushioning to be that dampening force that the Unle surface would otherwise cause unless you're in perfect pose. It's correct. So and I would say, I, I have to be honest, even even after that, you need some of that. So, so you may not know this about me, Severin, but I was barefoot for two years. Uh -huh. I don't remember this. Yeah. When you were a child? No, <laughs> no. As an adult, I didn't wear shoes for two years. And, and I built a sole that was better than this one. I mean, this is a great <laughs> You mean calluses. Imported from it, Armenia. It was amazing. Okay. It was amazing. <laughs> It was it was an amazing piece of just leather on the bottom of my foot. In modern day, if though, I would have combined that foot with his teachings, that, see that kind of callus though, that's going to hurt your marriage chances these right. days, right? Because if you if we talk to CrossFitters and what they have on their hands, you want to put that on your feet too. My wife, my wife is just like Dr. Romanoff, just like your mom. She supports every callus, <laughs> every callus. Yes, every drink. I like those oranges. I like those. The orange color. I like the blue. Yeah. I like the blue and neon. Um, yeah, these are these are a sweet color. Yeah, these okay, are the ones good. I wear. I think we will Greg bring would... it for you next time from China. <laughs> I think Greg would like the orange too. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Oh. I thought because he pointed out the blue that I was wearing. He was like, "I like those." I'm sure he would like these too. But he's a he's a um, he's orange. not afraid of color. Okay. All right. Definitely not afraid right. of color. Yeah. We'll, we'll mix it in. We'll get the the orange ones. We will make one leg blue and that's one orange. There you go. Options. <laughs> yeah. Who's the most? Well. The, two questions who's the most beautiful runner you've ever seen in your life and and when i say that is it different than the perfect runner like for you personally <laughs> like is there someone that you just like you get all fuzzy warm when you oh, see them moving the, great it's uh, several names come up immediately it's in, in sprinting it's a vilma rudolf uh, vilma rudolf rudolf it's a uh, called black gazelle it's a uh, uh, American sprinter in 60s, uh, Olympic champion in Rome. Can we find him, Eric? No, it's not him. It's her. Oh, 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 oh. Wilma Rudolph. It's a. <laughs> oh, Wilma or Wilma? Wilma, Wilma oh, Rudolph. Wilma. Well, like from the Flintstones. Flintstones. You beat me to it. Uh, it's a. Unfortunately, she already gone. You know, but it was a, one of the amazing. Uh, techniques, uh, the movement, I saw it. When I did analysis at the, in 70s when I started researching these things, and uh, 
videos didn't exist and normal go. people uh, didn't. Uh, yeah, it's it's her. That's her. Which yeah. one is it? Wow, she is tall. Yeah. So, and um, uh, you will see her running right now, you know. And um, I found that she's one of the. She's very tall. Best. Uh, right here, right? Yeah, lane four, yeah. yeah. Thank or you, Matt. Three. Yeah, there she goes. Oh, lovely. And the two USA, okay. And yes, right. Look how she slows down. And she even uh, has to put on the brakes. My goodness. And in her childhood, she was. Um, uh, she had the um, uh, um, uh, natural disease, you know, what she couldn't move, you know, and then she grew up into these things. Uh, beautiful, nice. One of the best. Uh, so she was handicapped as a child, and she went correct. on to win it. Yes, win uh, the, I forgot the name of this disease, but uh, she couldn't uh, walk even. It wasn't polio, was it? Polio, polio. She had polio. Yes, correct. Wow, incredible. Look, she's on the inside lane, I think. Yes. Yeah. Is this the Olympics? Yes, yes, it's uh, Rome. Nice. Very compact, as you can see. And how tall is she there? She's a tall girl. Oh, that, yeah, I see it. You see it now. <laughs> can we go back and see that again? Can we go back and see that again? Thank you. You're so good with your lovely. Uh, <laughs> try to Wilma pause Wilma Rudolph beats polio to there become Olympic champion. Pose. Okay, I'm not the and she has an incredible, that's a pretty Ooh. steep angle too, right? <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> Rome, 1960. Olympics. But it's a, you understand, this is in the track. It's not the Tartan. <coughs> when she, Tartan came, uh, it's immediately two hundred of uh, two tenths of seconds was improvement. Is it one and the same? Do you want to ask you who's the most beautiful runner and who's the best runner, or no? They're, no, no, they're they're she one of the best. But then uh, come up several people uh, who run on this kind of thing. It's a uh, Herb Elliot, Australian. Herb Elliot. Yep. It's a, her, her it's what? A mile Herb Elliot. Herb oh, Elliot. Herb Elliot. It's in uh, Rome as well, 1960. Another one of your favorites. Yes. Uh, Man or woman. Man, and you've right. met him, right? Not, uh, um, but I sent him my book, and he wrote me a very interesting thing. He told um, Paul's method makes sense for me, but in our time, in my time, we didn't think how to run. We just run. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. And it's a genius uh, in running. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one of the and one of the things that you say very clearly also when we saw Usain Bolt, you said he he got lucky. It's correct. He didn't lose. It was something that he he's he kept you think from his childhood. From, from, it came from heritage, obviously, and then. And when you intuition. say heritage, he saw someone in his village and his not town move the, that way, and he yes, it's replicated Jamaica it. has it, but not in this case. He just was. Uh, kind of insightful boy mm -hmm. who went in his own way and uh, nobody really influenced him and his technique was from beginning like that basically does and, he say that that he had very little influence the, the, him he's very grateful boy you know that i do respect these things he always telling about people whom we, he worked with on the highly level and he telling oh my coach knows everything which is not true <laughs> and uh, his <laughs> even his own career showed that it's not so so he honors those around him and glorifies them, but you believe a lot of it was his own. It's correct, absolutely. I'm. I'm Why can't sure his coach it? reproduce those I was results? Say, if, if it was his coach, his coach could make everybody like that. Yes. Right? Look, 2009, last world record, what he set up, last one, and after that, during seven years, it was like only declined. Decline. 
in his prime years, I'm sorry, and plus the three injuries, three years he lost by injuries. It doesn't speak up well did, of coaching. coaching. Did you ever see the footage of um, Bolt getting run over by the cameraman? Yes. Oh, yes, we, we did. Great. Great. The guy in the Segway? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that, was a hit, that was a hit that was put out on him. So. Is he... Is he um, He's very yeah. decent uh, man. Oh, wow. What know? a view. He's what? <laughs> very decent <laughs> man. You know? Distant? <laughs> decent. Decent. Good. Oh, good. Oh, 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 decent. decent. Good yes, man. Yes. Is, okay. And I'll, I'll mention one thing that's unique about Bolt. He's the less, the least muscular dude amongst all these runners. Like, and, and that just shows that muscles are not responsible it's a for his Berlin. This is what well, then, then, then why is it so many sprinters, especially 100 and 200, 110 high hurdles, 300, yeah, are why, bulky. why do they look so jacked? Because, because it, it's a belief. <laughs> what, if you look at Jesse Owens back in Suchis, you know, 1936 Olympic champion, genius, you will never say that he's a sprinter. He's a very lean guy, lean, you know. Yeah. But and think one of, of the Brett best Fikowski times. as an example, right? Fikowski at, at the yeah. games. He, he killed everybody, and he was still able to lift and, and hold his own in he, those events. He is, a, he is a heavier man, though, than he presents. He's <laughs> 215. Oh. Yeah, he's a, big, he's a big boy. Yeah, but he's tall. <laughs> right, right. That's true. Right. At his height? Jesse Owens, yes. Look at him. Look, nothing here <laughs> represents what modern times sprinters look like. It's very ordinary, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and after him... There's a misconception about explosive pose. Look movement. What pose right now. You can wow, see. Wow, yeah. Get get one more. He's there you go. There it is. Right He's a totally different creature than these guys. Yes. <laughs> you want to know what I really see differently is I see the head movement more than everybody else. I feel like with people who are using the pose, their head is much, much more. It's still. But these guys, it seems like they're just kind and, of. Like and and to make a forward. correction, they all have pose in them. Like, look at that guy. The key is the timing, right? So his timing, he has less uh variability in his movement and and we can describe this mm. we'll do this for the class tomorrow i want people to think of technique variety or variability as a pyramid right so at the top we have the elite so so we have speed going up right and then uh we have technique uh getting smaller right so at the bottom meaning the amateur level or the equivalent is slow running we have so much variability you can okay. do a lot of different movements oh. the faster you run the the less variation in your technique you'll go up the pyramid so yeah, that's why that sprinters sense. look very similar to each other just like all great weightlifters once you get up really high in weight you're not going to have dudes doing lots of different movements it's when you're lifting the bar by itself Gravity that you have a lot of variability adjustments so this is what i want guys to understand less exaggeration at the top exactly so so when so when we have uh, sprinters almost all sprinters will look very very similar that's because performance dictates that their technique be a certain way so, so when someone's it's interesting make a bold statement here when i see you teaching someone who has no idea how to run you're sort of adding to their arsenal but when you have someone who's already a good runner like dan you you are rem Taking you're removing it's correct this is okay. what i did with him okay yeah, yeah. that's it's excellent. called reducing degrees of freedom or <laughs> deviation it's kind of like athletic way right yeah, yeah that's correct deviation that's right i i was there was a topic i was dying to bring up with you and i just felt like it was so um uh 
uh, racist or stereotype or prejudice <laughs> that I wasn't that I wasn't gonna bring it up. I with know you. where you're going. <laughs> but but then but then Severn had it. Severn sent me some list a list the other day which made me feel like and I saw it on there so I wanted to bring it up. Icarus. You have this you have this um, countryman who I saw in a movie the other day. He kind of um, reminded me of you uh, like a like a uh, a caricature of you. I, when, when I first started watching the movie Icarus, I, I almost thought that it was a mockumentary. I couldn't believe this was like a yeah. real right, right. The, pers- person. Yeah. The way he was doing the videos um, without do you know a shirt this man? on. Character, yes. yeah. You do know this man. Um, do you know where he's at today? Yes. No. no, 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 you don't. No, you don't. He's in the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he's, he's out of uh, Russia. You know? uh, right, right, right. Are you, I mean, are you in contact with him? I mean, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Okay. Of course, of course. <laughs> Why would you even ask that? Why would you ask that? <laughs> Let me I be absolutely clear. <laughs> no, no, hold on. There's I don't a... want to get Dr. Roman off no, killed. No, but that's not even it. There's a difference between knowing of someone and knowing them personally. Yeah. So he knows of him. Okay. To be clear. Okay. Let me just. Right. Okay. Very of him, not him personally. Um, have you seen the documentary? Yes. When you what what what's your impression of the documentary? <sighs> like no shit or wow? I mean, um, this kind of movies should be done a long time ago, and not only about Russia, <laughs> but everybody <laughs> about every country who involved in this case like that. You see, if we will take biggest cases in the U.S., for example, in even Lance Armstrong will be enough about conspiracy talk. You understand? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not talking about smaller fishes over there. Tour de France, it's 99.9% of drugged guys. Over there. It's biological limitations over there. You cannot do 21 days of such a vigorous workout. Biology rejects this. So, <laughs> in the Gatlin twice was <laughs> banned, you know, and I will go on with this. Sorry, what, sorry, what was bombed twice? Ban, banned, banned, Oh, banned. who was banned twice? Justin Gatlin. Gatlin. Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, the sprinter. sprinter. Okay, yeah. okay. Most famous. We right can, now, we can, uh, we can go off the list. You know, Marion Jones. Jones. You know, the, right? Uh, it's tremendous amount of this. so. So this, I don't like this politicization. Okay. You see. So you like the movie, but you don't like the... the, the, the yes, right. Okay. Because there are lots of suffering parts. Because athletes are not guilty for this in case, you know. In this case, like, everyone using this. We right. know this. Right. And we know drugs from 1920s that already used. More than this. I, from ancient Greek history, we know that drugs were used at ancient Olympic Games. <laughs> you know, it was... a. Uh, undiluted red wine with a little poison. It was a and that drugs. caused an, Im- uh, an immune response that lit them up to to perform so, at a high level. So drugs wow, I'd like to try that. <laughs> can, can you move your mic up? Did you did you use performance enhancing drugs when you were no, competing? Never. Why not? What's wrong with you? Because I was you weren't committed. Because, because I saw how damaging people. Several of my guys, whom I was classmate, roommate, um, uh, teammate. So you were scared. Die. You were scared. No, I was against this from beginning, because our drug is here should be. Okay. This is what Paul's method about, and I do believe in this completely. Okay. So, drugs for me. I saw how girls are. Losing. Wow. Sorry, you just pointed something out. The Pose method really is the ultimate equalizer. 
it takes it's drugs correct. completely out of the equation because there's no drug that's going to change your it, angle it's or correct. your your smart exactly okay thank you for me okay the things you learn in pose transcend any benefits that drugs could give it's you correct. they're a non-factor it's correct thank okay you. I was okay. I, I was thinking that too. Oh, sure I plucked good. it from your brain. That's why you're here, I guess. <laughs> okay, sorry, so so sorry. Going so you so you were, you were against the drugs. Yes. Um, let me see if I can get you back on track here. I interrupted you. Um, there you said that they're all using. Yes. Um, that, that's and, an and important and, point. And it's not the athlete's fault because they're it's, all using. Yes, because system was built up like that. Because when it's particularly right now, when it become professional. When runners are making money, and any athletes making money by <laughs> winning, it's completely Kenyans, Ethiopians, all this all over. I'm inside man, <laughs> you know, I know this. Right. But in this case, we should make a decision, very uh, ethical, uh, moral decision. We have to oh, open this completely and okay, if you're a professional, you can use drugs. We should not, otherwise we are like double standard playing, you know. Okay, you can use, you cannot use. <laughs> Half of the Scandinavian teams are asthmatic syndromes have. <laughs> so, that they, so they, they could use an inhaler. Cross-country right. skis have asthmatic syndromes <sighs> and that allows them use drugs. Yeah, I saw, I, saw and, right. and I think it was the movie Bigger, Faster, Stronger. There were 2,000 drug exemptions for the U.S. Um, track and field team or something. Right. right. Because of like, oh, I, I'm asthmatic, so I'm going to take this inhaler that's going <laughs> to light me up so I can go and run faster. And it's allowed. It's a double standard. So I have to develop asthmatic condition <laughs> to use drugs. So we're basically putting um, athletes in a place where they have to lie. It's correct. We're setting them up for failure. It's correct. It coaches as well. I, I know there has to be a metaphor somewhere where, and, and it's not it's not coming off the tip of my tongue, but where it's even when you know something is, is you should, ex even something like drugs, you should keep doing the good fight. Is that, do you have an opinion on it? Like, what side do you fall on? The the one the really the bad thing I hate about the the, the on one side of the argument, what I don't like about drug use is for the guy who's not using it, it's um, not fair to it's not fair to him. But on the other side, I can't stand asking people to lie. We put all of this pressure on them as a society, and then we're asking them to lie. And I hate to put someone in that position. This is what. I'm talking about, or oh, we should be open completely this field and allow use them. They're gladiators. They want to die over there. Okay, let them go. You know? or, or the very restrictive one you were thinking. It, you get yeah. caught once, you're done forever. Then you cut once, no anything. So you will never ban so, for life. So scare so, them so bad so that the you Saudi will never. Saudi Arabia method will cut your hands off it's if correct. you steal. Right, right. And stealing comes to a halt. It's correct. Yeah. Yes. But we have always forgiven things. Four years ban, two years ban, you know. Come on, you know. I can survive two years and come back again, you know, and looking for, I hate these things, you know. We should, or we have to develop what I'm doing right now to up, oppose to this. Like develop athletes, clean athletes who will be winning. No one's this, ever going to believe you, though. I do believe in this and I'm working on it. I digress a little bit. This is this is getting this is not as big picture. But we had a, a female masters athlete who who popped on the drug test, and she posted something on Instagram that was I thought incredibly gracious. 
Um, usually when, when an athlete gets caught, there's all sorts of finger pointing starts occurring. Everyone's doing it or the CrossFit's protecting the elite athletes or, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. just all sorts of just cycle babble starts flying out mm-hmm. of their mouth. Do you think that when an athlete pops that there's an, there's a correct way to handle it and a not correct way to handle it? It's oh. <laughs> a tough question. Yes, it's yeah. a... Or like what Lance Armstrong did. Like, I have no issues with Lance except for when he started suing the... Yes, it's that correct. That made him look really bad. It's, this is what I... But, but, but I'm still a Lance fan, but, but that really oh, He's the best yeah. <laughs> well, cyclist ever. Right. This is no doubt. Right. You know? And for them to take away his titles is even kind no, of no, ridiculous. No, 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 no. I don't think of it that right. way. Yeah. I, in it's, my it's, head, he won those titles and that's that. Yeah. No, it's it's completely incorrect way. And it's non-ethical, you know. He won it. And won in the equal, because everyone is using drugs there, you know. Right. Is this it? And uh, he was not caught in this case. You see, it's only because he <laughs> admitted himself only. Right. You see, he's still and, the and, best. And why did he admit? He basically didn't want to go to jail. He's afraid of the FBI so. and the CIA. Yeah, because it's for lying thing, right. not for using but, drugs. But right. let, let's go back to the, an important point that I think was a. a, a yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. No, yes. Well, one thing that I think was was really big in Icarus that that was a, a minor point was the fact. Take that your he, time. There's no rush. Th- Take th- your time. Th- Enjoy. That he said. That he said. Um, uh, <coughs> that no amount of doing EPO or any kind of substances was going to put him on the same level as those five or six dudes at the front. Like, yeah. right. remember, he finished 10th, and he was like, there's just nothing I can do to get on the level of those guys. They're just genetically superior. And so to me, that's the point with Lance Armstrong, right? If, if we're to say that, like, let's just say that they were all doing it or a great majority of them were doing it, he still kicked their butt. He still is a superior cyclist, right. and there's nothing you can tell me about his technique and this. And that. That's where he killed them. He <coughs> he uh, went up mountains on higher gears, um, and and he beat them in in technique and and in his determination and will. And they could have had the same drugs, and they still were not able to win at that level. That's like saying, oh, Michael Jordan, you know, was doing drugs, therefore he was more competitive than everyone. No, he wasn't. Right. He was Michael Jordan. Because he was there to win at all costs. You never hear about drugs in basketball. Yeah, they don't really crack down on them like that weed. Hard. Like dudes getting busted at the well, airport. Well, it's like for you, weed. you always see in the NBA. It's like towards the end of the season, players they stop playing as much, and then they make this massive push in the playoffs, and they just they they stop drug testing at a certain point. Oh, oh they do. do? They? Oh, I didn't know I that. So yeah, but but that's you know that that's the whole point. I think is is that those athletes will be those athletes, and and that's why you know if we go back to the CrossFit Games. I'm sorry to tell you, there's no amount of training, devoting yourself that you, will get you on the level of Rich Froning. And that's why he's signing autographs kind of thing, right? That he's that guy and you're not going to get there. Matt Frazier, he's that guy and you're not going to get there. And if anything, it'll be uh, him, Brent, uh, and, and Rich going at it if Rich was still doing it, right? They're, just, they're, they're that elite level and everyone else is there to fill out the roster, and, and in case there's an injury, the other people are there to win in case there's an injury. But just like in basketball, you right? You put Brent on that level? I, I mean, I'm so impressed by what he did at this last year's games. I mean, I, I thought he'd be like way further back than he was. And so to, to show out how he did, to show out in the endurance arena how he did, because I think that was Dave's idea is to kind of challenge athletes. You mean the run, run swim, run? Absolutely. Uh, to 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 the cycle cross the run swim run to 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 challenge the athletes on the endurance level like that and then to also show out and and not be uh super far behind Matt I thought that was exceptional of him 
And and I think he, if if Dave mixes it up because every year is different, I think he might win one year because because <coughs> he's so exceptional and and can hold his own at the at the other aspects. What's even more amazing about Brent is I mean there were three years in a row he was one spot out of qualifying, right? Like he was right on the cusp of going to the games, had it and lost. Drug free and not drug free. <laughs> <laughs> I, I again, so to to me, uh, I'm I'm super impressed, and I think he he'll be in that elite level if he continues. Um, and yeah, so that's what do you think about his physique? The way it changed. Oh, actually, I'm not sure. Right? So from like a, a physical appearance, I think he has an extraordinary looking body. But I mean, it didn't look the years he didn't make you it. You have his calendar. Look, it didn't look. It didn't, <laughs> this should December's be Fikowski. <laughs> uh, you think that's adaptation? Yeah, maybe started weightlifting more. I mean, the, the guy does a bunch of. Uh, I mean, I. I'm not saying I'm the authority on what he does for training, but he does a lot of um, isolation work. Okay. We're basically sitting here saying that all all athletes at that elite level do drugs. I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm not putting any. I'm not, not putting myself in either camp. Look, there you go. Woo. Oh, okay. Wow, you're right. I I did not. <coughs> wow. Now, now, granted, there's freakish things that happen to people's bodies 15 minutes after they work out. I mean, Dan looks like two totally different. Same with Graham Holmberg. Yeah. Graham Holmberg does not look like the same person 10 minutes after. Or even look out. look at Rich. You know, before, during, and after his reign. I right. Mean, his, his body changes. Pat Barber too. Yeah. You see him. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I have experience not using, but achieving highest level performance. I work with the British team with two Olympic Games with them and the Olympic athletes. Two of my personal guys. One of them was world champion at that time and another one in the podiums and second in the rating in the world who ran fastest 10K time in the circuit first time under 30 minutes 10k <laughs> in the beginning of 2000 mm-hmm. with no drugs completely and you know that yes of course he was his coach do you have that intimacy do coaches know yes if their drugs are their athletes are taking i drugs do not work with people immediately <laughs> i'm stopping but you're not opposed to drugs you just don't want to work with them uh, yes, you want you want to use work with somebody else. But but you personally aren't opposed to them. Like you're not judging them because you realize no, the landscape. I is... have no rights to judge anyone on this case. You know, because system what put them in this position is more guilty than they are. Yeah, especially if if like the national teams are doing it, they're kind of like you can't be on the national team if you're not on this program. <laughs> I'll give you, you know? some expression. One of the coaches, when I were discussing this in Soviet Union in in Russia, uh, she's telling me, "What we supposed to them prepare them on the butter, <laughs> something like that." You know, you know, in the movie they mention one athlete in the Olympics by name. Oh, and he's an old friend of mine. His name is Alexei Vavoda. He actually lives in Sochi. He was, I made a movie about him called Pulling John. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy, uh, he's a professional arm wrestler, but he also won the gold medal in bobsledding. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, he, and I think he won the gold and the silver. And, and I remember going to, um, um, to New York, what, 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 uh, Lake Placid. And he was there training, and I was doing some filming there with him. And when the bobsleds, when they they would take the bobsleds out of this like carrier, and they would set them on the track, and any time the teams would do it, it would be four men. One man would grab each corner of the bobsled, but Alexi would carry his end of the bobsled by himself. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, he he was quite the physical specimen. Uh, but I, w- I was sad to see him being singled out because he was an amazing guy and he was a dedicated athlete. Um, I think he ended up going to the Olympics in judo also. So, you see, it's their gifted. You see, yeah. right, right. Bob sledding, judo, arm wrestling. Yeah, no, any drugs will make, make them like that. <laughs> right. You see, this is no way. And this is what people don't understand. They're thinking like uh, it's something what you put in and suddenly you're a great athlete. No way. I saw <laughs> hundreds of hundreds of track and field athletes who were using, but they have not become better than me who didn't use. You see, this is what uh, we have to understand. So this pose... There's one pose in running. Mm-hmm. Let's say in the snatch, how many poses are there? Two. Two. Okay. In the high jump. Three. There are three poses. Mm-hmm. In the high jump, where are you using gravity? Everywhere. But you're going this It's way. That's correct. I have to show you how to use gravity in this way. <laughs> okay. We're only using not gravity, but body weight. You see, body weight is a representative of gravity. If we, Say we, that last sentence again. Uh, body weight is a representative ambassador of gravity. Okay, okay. Because it's body mass times the acceleration of the earth, right? So you have body mass, which is... Definition of the body weight is... Uh, it's body weight. Magnitude of... Pressure on the point of support of the body mass. Okay, okay. This is what body weight. And again, people are confusing with the GCM. GCM is a general center of mass. It's a mathematical point. It's a not real material point. Mm-hmm. Body right. weight is a pressure okay. what we're producing on the point of support. It's a Fosbury flop. Not good jump. These are no. this is a bad bad drawings. Bad bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's, it's Come a, on, it's Eric. A, it's a it's a real real jumper drawing, but it's not good the uh, technique here. Well, I mean, whatever. The I point liked is, it though. Good attempt, Eric. Eric's not uh, although Eric, he looks like a professional professional track and field athlete. He's no, not. he's doing great job. You know, I'm very great. I would like to ask him to give me some of these pictures. He's a great well, runner. Or he's a fast runner. I don't well, know. He'll maybe tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow he'll find out. I, I will return to your favor. You are? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good job. But, It's but just a pleasure to work to, with you. To quickly <laughs> answer your question, right, all athletics or, or, or movement on Earth uses gravity. Right. Because all we're doing is uh, any force on Earth, this is, this is like a real big deal, is a derivative of gravity. Think about that for a second. What does that mean? I wrote a book about this, can't biomechanics of gravity. movement. That's right. Because if Say if, that. What did you say, Matt? Can't have force without gravity. Right. Because it's a derivative of it, right? right? Because your weights aren't your weights until gravity pulls on them. Right. But you are, when I think of running, you're, you're working with gravity. Mm-hmm. When you are jumping... You do still say it. it. I, I picture a jump, and I think I see you working against gravity. Uh, it seems like, but you're using body weight. Well, I will show you how is it. Uh, okay. Can you put the jump? Uh, the, I will show that, you that how horrible picture back up, Eric. Uh, is there is there is there a is there a picture that you know that we could use? Yes, of course. Uh, uh, do you uh, want to tell him? Jumps, uh, but, but, but the same. You have. Yeah, just go to a Google Images search. We'll any one of them. Where's it? Yes, you have it. I'll show you how it happened. 
oh, it's called Eastern Roll. It's a, it's a, another name is Wave. It's a high jumping. It's is a, that technique gone? It, yes, it's a, I, well, I was teaching and Did you use that? It's correct. I was using like beautiful this. jump. It is beautiful. Beautiful. It's in in searches, you know. It was uh, used, and then by uh, after Second World, it already was known. Second like, World Wars, as we said. Yeah, only in women. Balash, last one was using in the Olympic Games in uh, in sixties. She was using. Do the it's, do the jumpers today learn all of these different jumps no, or no? no Just Fazbear. No, no. It's a bad idea that they didn't. Uh, it's uh, I would use all of those jumps, five different uh, styles. You would uh, teach them all. Yes, I did. Yes, and for I was muscle jump- development or body awareness. No, no, or? it's a, how to operate with the body weight. Okay, yeah, that's cool. In- this, so to increase perce- yeah. self perception. It, it's correct. Okay, mm-hmm. look at this right here, right here. It's one more picture between them, this and this and that. It's you using your body weight to move your up shoulders and hip. Yeah, the leg, hip. Yes, and the shoulders. It's called unweighing. In English, exists that term, okay. unweighing. Okay. Means unweighing. Means you're taking away your own weight from the support by your own weight. That leg and shoulders with arms, it's a thirty-three percent of the body weight. Okay. So you're moving them in the direction of the movement desired, right? So your leg. It's not muscles. Up to twenty percent. Your leg up to twenty percent. This is what our animals jump. So you unweigh them before you even thirty percent of your body weight's being flung in one direction. Wow! So now you're jumping with, uh, like you just said, thirty three percent less of your body weight. It's correct. Okay, I love it. Yes, and that's why muscles do not have uh, pressure over there. That's why jump is very light. Do you see? Do you see basketball players doing that? Unweighing Uh, only few of them. (laughs) Okay, like that. Yes. Did you do that when you could slam dunk? It's correct. You would unweigh. Unweigh. Jump like that. Well, I basically and, touch with the head, the rim of the. And to be clear, uh, uh, this is again, wow. again, one of those things that you can't necessarily not unweigh. It's that some do it uh, much more profoundly than others. Okay. This is one of those things that we all have. And so, if, what I like to demo is is when we're doing, let's say, a thirty-six inch box jump, right? And what we'd like to talk about is explosiveness, explode into the ground. That's the wrong idea because in reality what's happening is we collect our body, right? We, we kind of go from standing to collapsing, right, right. right? So we kind of like a loading a spring. I like that, collecting your body. Yeah, yeah so you're loading a spring. Mm-hmm. And then if we were to do a slow motion of your legs coming off the ground, there's no pressure on them. They just come off the ground ever so lightly. And you're you, in slow motion, it's even more evident that there, there's no force there. It, they just peel off the <coughs> ground. Right. And so what happens is your upper body, which is quite a bit of weight, you know, like when we're well-developed, you, and you're just moving that weight off of your legs. So it's like taking a slinky. I'm yanking the slinky up. What happens to the feet? Right. They come oh, up pulling. with me. Right. So, so when we see a really great box jump that's not taking a lot of energy from the athlete, they're not straining on the way up. It's simply this motion of unweighing their body. But you and do legs both follow. if you're a great jumper, right? Mm-hmm. I will show ti- you tomorrow. Tiny, okay. Oh, okay. That was good. Yeah, I will show you in practice. You will see it. You feel it yourself. Yeah. This is uh, poses in this jump. One pose, uh, running separately. You right. want to play that? Second. Okay, look. So oh, we're, oh, we're, gosh, we're you found uh, somebody. Thank you. <laughs> you are incredible. <laughs> it's unnecessary jumps. So all this they do. 
Okay. Look at that. Exit. And he's not good. Oh, gosh. It's, he's not good. <laughs> it's, it's hard to watch. Okay. This is <laughs> second. Like, pose over the bar. It's called uh, this position over the bar. I call gap position, Russian gap. Gap? Gap. Ga ga the letter G. L. Like L. A, okay. Yes. And the, it's like an L, a capital L. It's an American guy. I know him. It's, a, it's not good technique. It, uh, they are not close to the... And how many poses are there in this? Uh, three. Three. This two, but running one more. This okay. is second pose right here. Right here. You see? Right here. This is second pose. It's called over the bar pose. That's a hell of a pose. Yes. I don't think I've ever it's done a that. It's a good pose. And but this unnecessary movement. Wh where head. should his head be pointing? <laughs> Not pointing. It should be staying here. Okay. It's physics, simple physics. Whoever teaches them, oh. they are... You're going to no. go down anyway. Why point your head that direction? It's correct. Keep going and let gravity do its go thing. Go higher. Yes. You see? <laughs> yes. You see, it's on the common sense level. You there know? you go. Yes. Okay. This is... This is a bad idea. It is not right, and this is not right as well. For those of you who are listening, you're gonna have to. You're gonna go have to go to YouTube and watch this. This is this is great. Um, we need to have you back. There's so much we didn't cover. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Probably another two or three. Yeah. Good. Um, your home, is, Miami, is home for you. Yes, yeah, still Coral Gables. <laughs> and you'll come back. As long you are. <laughs> I want to find it, finish on one thing. What is going on in China? Why are Chinese people? Oh, it's a, like, why are Chinese people in love with Eric. you? I will tell you. This okay. is books they published. You see? Yeah. It's a Chinese, Taiwan, Chinese, Hong Kong, Italy. This recently. is Italy came recently. Italy published in French as well. And Germany and Brazil. So what's going on in China? Is, is running is exploding there? Yes, F fitness is exploding there. What's going on over there? Oh, it's it's an interesting thing. China, you see, running booms like that related with the economical development of countries. Yeah. So in 70s, when the Europe in um, US middle class up. <laughs> Economy. Running, running came it's up. immediately came up the with the <laughs> running in China. Well-being condition. How well-being condition? It's coincide with the founding jogging at that time. What leader developed in um, New Zealand? It suddenly picked up here by by name of. <laughs> uh, uh, Bill Bauman. So they're having leisure in, time. They're moving up economic economic mobility, moving upward. And one of the things people start focusing on yes, is, is their fitness. It's related with that. Okay. Directly. Okay. Same thing in Russia happening right now. Yeah. And China right now it's kind of forty years behind what the U.S. already went through. Forty. It's correct. <laughs> okay. And there grows three hundred percent of participation in races and so happening yearly three hundred percent. Wow, massive! Uh, considering how big population in China, you yeah. understand what yes. will happen over there. Yep. This is a Mike Kozlap joint. <laughs> it is. Yes, he was with us uh, traveling like uh, eight days through China where we did did this uh, documentary. And uh, what is a distinguishing point about Chinese runners is very, very much different from what Europe and uh, um, America. Um, Chinese runners coming from very specific culture, where the teaching, a teacher, a uh, cultural high level. Right. Like if I will go to the foundation of um, 
culture. Chinese culture was developed uh, on the not religion and philosophy like Europe and America, but it was developed on traditions uh, and ethic. It's a Confucius uh, uh, teaching. And that is what main thing. And the core of this uh, is a teacher and learning. They are good students. This is what incredibly ah. important part. So I'm coming there and I surrounded with incredible amount of students who devoted come and learn. I'm a teacher there. They're culturally designed to be good students. It's correct. They have, they, they have it's a, so they have much a easier to teach there. It only obstacle in language, but God bless, we have good translation over there, uh, translators. So I always thought Chinese people were smarter, but what you're saying is it's not smarter, it's they have a legacy. Oh, they're learning incredibly good. Of learning, know? a culture of learning. It's correct. Oh, this is a great guy, huh, Leong? Oh, yes. it's our favorite. Yeah, he's amazing. Okay, yeah. that makes me feel better. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't mean to say <laughs> that makes you feel a lot better. Uh, for example, f uh, teaching, right? Mm -hmm. Here, I, I I was teaching long time ago, like some high school kids, and high school kid coming to me and telling me, "Hey, Nick, what we are doing to <laughs> to me?" Yeah, I'm like, <sighs> I'm breathing heavily. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, I'm from Eastern culture. Right. You know, to me, 17, 16 years old. Um, should not be saying hey Nick yes uh, I'm yes. not Nick for you yeah god damn yeah that's what your <laughs> wife that's what your wife calls you she had to earn that <laughs> yeah. I didn't sleep with you or right, right, like right, right. to call me like that yeah but I have to hold on these things you know but I never like it this in China I'm Dr. Romanov right mm. do, you, do you understand the yes. difference in yes. CrossFit too they're they're ready yes they're ready to they're poised and ready, and their their syntax and their language shows that right off. It's correct. Yeah, uh, we're having four hundred audience uh, uh, runners coming uh, in Guangzhou, for example, and they're coming to learn. In America, it would be they're coming to dispute you. Right. And tell, what the hell about those <laughs> methods? I never heard about this. <laughs> something like that, you know. It's it's a different attitude. Is there any? Is, is there any? Is it undisputed now? You know, you know, in the early years of CrossFit, there was there was some dispute whether we were creating the fittest people on the earth, and now there's no dispute. Anyone who pipes up is, is there's no voice. Is there anyone disputing pose these days, or is it? Is uh, yes, it, of course, they exist without facts. It's more but, but of like, it, is, uh, but is it not even yes, similar? It's like have, a mouse in the corner. It's correct. Okay. they don't have uh, arguments. No science. <laughs> Based in Pose method has science backup. I did profound researches around the world. <laughs> you see, like labs, like in Cape Town, in New Zealand, uh, uh, University of um, uh, uh, what is called on the south of uh, uh, what country? Sorry, New Zealand. Oh, uh, I did research in England. I did Christ research Church? in Russia. I did research in here <laughs> in the Olympic training centers in Chula Vista in Colorado Springs you know uh, I, yeah. I did research in Canada so everywhere I have written books and materials science real science behind you see people who would come up and tell something they have no any backup no background people who are telling like triple extensions they are complete idiots on the push off and they have no idea about muscular work they're doing a disservice yeah of course uh, they are misleading people. Is this a and actually hurting people. Of course. 
When you saw Fraser run, he has a very interesting story. He's the best runner, as a matter of fact, among all of elite runners. Oh, uh, and CrossFit. CrossFit. Well, that's funny. He, said, he came in here and he basically said in 2014, my year might be off. He went to the CrossFit Games. He competed in the run event. And I want to say he took last place at the bottom. He then was humble enough to sign up. He had a, he had a, he had a friend, a coach, who was the coach of the high school track team. And he said he went to the high school track practices and just let the high school kids beat up on him for a whole season. And he just had to eat a big piece of humble pie. Here's, here's one of the fittest men in the world had to join a high school track team. And, and, and his focus was tremendous. And he just kept working that weakness, weakness. And now you're saying when you see him run yes, these I last couple years. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely he has uh, a better technique than anyone else from elite group. And and let's face he, it, he anyone, failed in swimming. <laughs> and anyone that gets faster, their technique is improving. Remember, yeah, there's less it. deviation in their running. So oh. any anybody that gets faster is almost by definition improving their technique. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost, not, they're, not they're, always. Their the pose, their pose technique. Yes, yes well, because so because what we're hap- what's happening is as they get faster, deviations start to leave their technique so they're running uh, I, I would like to make a statement here a very important statement about pose you see i didn't invent pose i discovered this pose existed before i was born and before everything pose it's a development of gravity through study you identified it. it's correct it's existed it's already my business was to discover this i name it conceptualizes and brought into the method this is what my you brought awareness to it. It's correct, so right. that it can be replicated. It's it's fine and taught it's systematically right. instead of just falling upon it by chance. It's correct, right? Usain Bolt is a by chance, <laughs> like these people. Vilma Rudolph by chance, gifted guys, you know, and uh, <laughs> Herb Elliot as well. <laughs> All these great runners so far, like Gabriel Selassie, nobody taught him ever, but he has one of the best techniques. And what a great name. Yes. Highly, yeah. And so go, go. this is what we're dealing with. And I have an invitation to visit uh, Ethiopia. <laughs> so I well, will use it. Thank you for spending 90 minutes with us. Oh, it's so quickly. Yeah, hey, Eric, you want to hit that blue tab? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give a little love out there. <laughs> and, um, wow. <laughs> nice. Um, we learned we learned a lot. We learned about uh, uh, how to keep a relationship going for forty five years. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we people can take the post course and get um, oh, yeah. hands on. And we have an online version now uh, that we created with Boz, um, and that's uh, yeah, so, excellent. Yeah, so yeah, you can go it. online. And, you have taken it and yeah. get a bird's eye view on the training.crossfit.com. You could get a, a, a bird's eye view of what Pose Method is all about from like a theoretical standpoint. And then obviously now we have the one day workshop uh, that we ha- we'll, we'll be doing around the world um, to get the in-person experience to, to what it feels like to do the drills, et cetera. So if the Tony Blauer workshop doesn't work for you, you should take the Pose one. Because if you're not going to stand and fight, you might as well just run away with. Uh, I'm a hopeless runner. I'll, I'll run to the water. That's run away, injury free. Tomorrow, fight, fight or we will flight. change this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I might be a, I'm a project. I run like this. Um, no, you're exploding no. in China. Mm-hmm. You, have a, you know how to have a successful relationship. You've identified what makes human beings move through this pose method, the most efficient, healthiest way of moving. You have a shoe in China. Books. Um, lots, of, lots of good books. If, if someone's going to pick up a first book of yours, what should they pick up? Uh, 
they are all different, you know, the, the audience. So like, conceptual book is a pose method. I'm uh, afraid to run and I want to start running. Which uh, book should running I think? Revolution. Revolution. <laughs> right. And that's for a beginner? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. It's a mass market paperback. So Penguin Random House, it was always meant to be uh, a simple 10-step approach. Okay. And that's the Italian version. How, 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 uh, you're spending a lot of time in China? You know, it, it, yes. <laughs> Every China. other month we were there. Okay. I think I would like to thank you for your since our first uh, interview in yes. Miami. You remember this? Yeah, nice of course. Chat. Of course. I enjoyed it tremendously. Cool. Thank you. You're Me still too. the same. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> number, number one bestseller. Sweet. Is it? Yeah, right there. Hey, so, and I bet yeah. you if we look, it, it's four and four and a half star. I bet you if we look at the, let's not do it. I, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I bet you, I <laughs> this book came to me with pages torn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's yeah. A, yeah, the yeah. corner was already. Uh, was I can't believe it. They sent me the Italian version. Well, send it back. <laughs> Prego. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, I'm going to work out. You guys are welcome to join. And then I was thinking we go to Cafe Cruise and yes. um, get a bottle of. Yes. Or six of red wine. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you very Gentlemen, much. Gentlemen, thank you. Yeah. It's an incredible pleasure to Absolute be with you. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. You don't want to <laughs> shake my hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's sick. <laughs> so, I have two pages of notes I didn't get to. Damn. So, that's great, right? Well, I mean, look. This is for always just for like if, I, if the conversation gets dry. Uh, that's all my notes are for. Okay, good. Yeah.